0: The day it is, you are listening to us. This is the PA Podcast Express. I'm Adam. Quick Trip. Episode 3-R-4. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. This is the Quick Trip. So it's a little bit shorter, and it is Thursday, my friends.
1: It it is. Which or is whatever day as, you're listening to it.
0: Well, we are recording this, not on Thursday, but we are releasing this. On Christmas Eve, so yes. Merry Christmas Eve, and if it is past. We hope you had a great holiday.
1: Well, and and this is the first gift that you are getting. Of the you are welcome, like a lump of
0: coal in your stocking or a bird that shit down your chimney. Here is our podcast.
1: Yeah, or a, a fat guy stuck in your chimney that's starting to smell. If <laughs> yeah. you are listening to it like Tuesday, Wednesday, you Just know, next week, poke him with a stick. Yeah.
0: Anyway, you can email our podcast at Pablo Noel Alpha podcast express at gmail.com that's pna podcast express at gmail.com we love to hear your insights complaints emails no, suggestions. It's the suggestions suggestions are great. things we need to talk about because as you know we freeform this show we don't prepare we come in hot if we have some ideas uh if, if adam or i have them we do not share pre-production no we just go and in we blind. don't we really yeah. don't have ideas we don't lube the shaft. We just go no, right in.
1: No. we. Uh, this is as raw dog as it gets.
0: <laughs> so it's Christmas Eve. So let's talk about Christmas a little bit. What what specifics do you want to talk about? What Like Christmas. Christmas traditions, Christmas things. What, what do you want to speak of?
1: Well, I'm going to say we, we format this like the Christmas experience.
0: The Christmas experience.
1: So I'm in, uh, we did some Christmas shopping over the weekend. Okay, go on. And... In in tradition with our grind our gears portions that we like to talk about.
0: You know what grinds my gears? That's right.
1: Yes. So um, we went to Kohl's.
0: (laughs) Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I need to
1: say anything else, but, you know, and we don't reference a whole lot of what's going on in the world at this time, but I have to point out the ultimate stupidity in what I've seen.
0: I cannot wait.
1: So – I don't know who designs or comes up with the civil engineering portion of how they operate under current world conditions. All right. But if you're helping to separate people and and help with the non-spread of current world conditions, wouldn't you think that you would open every other register or something like that?
0: That sounds like the thing I would do. Right.
1: So Kohl's has the registers on the right and the left side of the store where it's you can go in and It's a very confusing layout. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of screwed up. I don't know who. So it, I guess it makes sense that they would come up with this ultimate faux pas. So they only had, on the south end of the Kohl's and Port Huron, they only had those registers open. The lines were all the way past the bathrooms. Needless to say, I left a couple polo shirts and a robe Sitting on the. Uh,
0: you were go- were you purchasing a robe for yourself? No, no. Okay,
1: um, so because
0: I didn't know if you were a robe wearer or not, because that's a whole. I have a interesting- robe. I have a robe. See, I want a robe. That's one of the things. But I'm not. I feel like I'm on that hairy edge of being old enough, not even sophisticated enough. But I think I could pull off a robe.
1: Mine is not a sophisticated robe. I don't have okay. like the big fluffy
0: or a smoking jacket.
1: Yeah, a smoking jacket. That's okay. That is nice.
0: So there's a, uh, there, there you go. So go on with your story. So though.
1: they have everybody on one side. And right. you have a lineup that goes all the way back past the bathrooms around electronics. And I was just like, why? Why would you put all those people? And they don't have any concept of distance no, whatsoever. No, social distance. So that they're, they're pushed all together. And I, and I just thought, you can't rely on people to be smart because as right. a whole, we're not. Individuals, See, these, individuals these, are smart.
0: These people are actually less sophisticated than hobos, because with a hobo, you stay the distance of their stick away from them. Right,
1: yeah, and if they have a longer stick, if they're if it's a 10-foot stick, you're, you're social distancing by 11 feet. You don't want to be 11 within
0: 10-foot or 11-foot of that hobo no. anyway. No, And These uh, people are right up on each other. And though. usually, usually smell
1: has something to do with yeah, that, too. Yeah, that's, that's a defense mechanism. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was just amazing to me that that seemed like a really good idea. So that's Part one of my Christmas experience is... What grinds my gears? Go yeah. ahead. And it, it just, uh, to me, it seemed like a, a complete uh, waste of an opportunity to do something intelligent in yeah. these trying yeah. times. And, not a uh, lot of
0: intelligence out there right now. There
1: is not. There is not. There's
0: People done lost their mind, as my grandma used to say.
1: Yeah, and, and we rarely rarely speak of this on the podcast because it's just not... My
0: grandma was gangster, by the way, too.
1: Oh, oh yeah. well, fantastic. Yeah. Um. You know, we rarely speak of this stuff because it's not fun. But I, th- I found this a humorous. So this is supposed
0: to be a break from this, but I, this right. is okay. I found this I will, humorous. I will say this is acceptable for the podcast. Right. I, I'm not. But nobody left me in charge. You're the executive producer, so
1: yeah. I, well, yeah, the same guy who uh, didn't know the cough button on the last episode. <laughs> but, um, I wasn't going to say anything.
0: But well, yeah. Let's not. <laughs> let's not talk let's, about
1: it. Let's put that with episode two. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, episode two, drink, you heathens. Drink. Yes. And tune in to episode two if you have not yet listened. You know what? It'll either make your life significantly better or... Uh, indifferent. L- yeah, or indifferent.
1: It's it really not going to make it worse.
0: No, it really can't make you I don't feel it can make your life worse. It hasn't made my life worse, and I'm the one t- that told the horrible story, so...
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think getting that off your chest helped. Yeah. Getting that out there for the world to hear, but I just found this humorous that, and ridiculous at the same time. That wow, this is an observation I've, I've got to tell some people that. Yeah, wow, you know. So
0: you want to know my Christmas experience this year? I, uh, in typical unfill fashion, I actually finished up all of my Christmas shopping about a month ago, month and a half ago, and knew. I kind of, uh, I'm, I'm, I ha- I'm not clairvoyant. I don't have a, a crystal ball, but I'm like, you know what? Shipping might be a cluster F this year. And by the way, big ups to anybody that works for any of the delivery services out there right now. I know it's crazy. Thank you for all you do. Yeah. I, d- I ordered everything early. So I actually have everything in my possession for my children and everybody else that I'm giving presents to.
1: Yeah, I don't. Okay. So <laughs> you're, you're way ahead of me as far as that goes. Cause, uh. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I had hoped to, but not everything is going to make it here in time, and I've accepted that. Luckily, my children are old enough that they, uh, they more understand the concept of, hey, at least I'm getting something cool. They, and, know, uh, they
0: know that sometimes Santa Claus just doesn't come
1: through. Right, right. And I tried to teach them that at a young age, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've seen no bigger disappointment than that.
1: So I, I tried to pass that knowledge on to them that life is pretty disappointing. makes them much happier now that they're nearing adulthood.
0: That's kind of what my parents, um, God bless them. There's the cough button. God bless them. But they, they kind of prepared me early for the fact that, you know what, sometimes uh, life just isn't uh, all that fair, no matter what you're doing. So
1: eh. it's, it's not, but at least if you're listening to this, your life is enhanced greatly.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: You know, that, so, that's the gift we, we try and keep on giving. Yeah.
0: What other Christmas ideas do we have to speak about?
1: Well, so as another part of the uh, holiday tradition is the whole tree gathering thing. The people going out into the woods. Oh, to pick a tree. To pick kindling for their living room. Yeah. You know, I, no, I, I, have, I have friends that own a tree farm, and... They really do make it an experience to go out there.
0: I don't have a Christmas tree currently in my house. Um, I probably have more things celebrating Hanukkah in my house currently than I do Christmas. <laughs>
1: Which is both zero?
0: Well, I think I have a menorah in my house somewhere. So. Oh, well. I mean, yes, so uh, there is a Christmas tree, but it's in the basement. I'm um, not feeling very festive this year, so really didn't put it up. I was just... It's been kind of a bummer as it is. Christmas isn't really my jam. It's okay. I'm more of a Thanksgiving person, and even that was kind of a big bummer, although we did have a great podcast for Thanksgiving.
1: We did. We, you we should
0: d- listen to that one. I get a lot of comments about that one. That whole week we were on fire because that, that, the full episode as well as the the, the, turkey day, yeah. Yeah, the Turkey Day one, was that was stellar stuff. But one of the things that really bums me out about the holidays is the fact that there's all this buildup for it, and then they just come here one day, and then it's gone. And it's kind of like um, I think this is why I suffer from so much anxiety: is uh, so much build-up, so much preamble for something, and then all of a sudden it's here. And of course, it was nowhere near what you expected it to be, or the quality. And it's just a big letdown. It's a lot of pressure. I feel like the holidays are a lot of pressure. Like growing up, my grandparents did it very gracefully. Although my grandmother always served oyster soup and. New Year's, Christmas Eve. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. Oyster, whatever it is. I don't know if it's soup. It's, a, it's garbage anyway. But all my family thought it was the greatest thing ever, and I, I never got it. My family's weird, as you may have deduced. I mean, obviously they produced me, so.
1: Yeah, they, they, they got that going for them.
0: I mean, two Doctors and me. I mean, pfft, might as well be its own TV show, sitcom. Both of my sisters, of course, PhDs. One of them a medical doctor. One of them a professor at a university. And here I sit talking to you folks here tonight, um, talking about fart jokes, spam, and uh, Christmas traditions that I absolutely abhor.
1: You know, I'm going to circle back to the trees. Go ahead. You know, because we, we, I'm
0: I'm on a, I'm on a
1: path to nowhere. You you kind of veered off, but that's okay. You know, they make you you ever drive through the mountains and they have those paths where the semis can go up the hill right. to keep from crashing in and killing everybody. Yeah, they've got we, those little diversions. So we have the same thing on the trucks, podcast. Yeah. We, we have the fill runaway tracks. That uh, <laughs>
0: It comes in very handy, doesn't it?
1: It does. And uh, Every now and then I go on the same type of tangent like I am right now, Right. and I over-explain everything, like how we have tracks that you can run off on. By the right way, here.
0: best Christmas present idea I ever came up with, uh, fart in a jar, just tie a nice little bow on it and give it to somebody you love or don't love. It's easy. Does anybody open that gift? I hope so. God, I've always hoped so. As a matter of fact, one of my good friends said, if I ever give him a jar, he is going to punch me right square in the nuts. Well, because he did not want to get a fart in a jar. And I said, well, you don't have to open it. That's entirely up to you. It's right. kind of like a Mad Lib. You, I don't. I'm, at, I'm not. It's a blank. It's a blank space, now, baby. And I'll write your name. You, do know? you can
1: it? Do you seal it?
0: Of course. Oh yeah. Whoa, I mean, whoa, you wouldn't whoa, want whoa, that whoa. to escape. whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. All right. Here's the process. Get said nice jar, especially if mason jars work really well. Get, of course, everything you need to normally can. Uh, said farting jar and c- cap it as quickly as you possibly can. Seal it up really nice and tight. Tie a beautiful bow on it. I mean, or, or not beautiful. I mean, I like to use a nice Christmas ribbon with, say, like a little bit of green, white, maybe a little bit of sparkle, and some red make it festive, tie it into a traditional bow, and then just put a nice name tag on it and just present the jar to somebody. And they're like, oh, this is kind of nice looking. I mean, if you really hate somebody, put a brown bow on it or, or something, I guess, or, or whatnot. But it's a, it's a part of me going to you at the well, holidays.
1: I feel that it would be rude of somebody to not appreciate the effort you went to. I mean, it's the thought that counts.
0: <laughs> it is the thought that counts. And really, farts are just ghosts of meals past. So Yes.
1: So maybe there's some spam in there for somebody. <laughs> uh, well, after
0: turkey. after the last couple episodes, there's probably going to be some spam there because I have a feeling I'm going to... I have a lot of spam-based research to do via for the podcast. Viva I'm, podcast. I'm
1: telling you, spam with an egg and then some cheese over it, that is the that is the Monte Cristo of like Skid Row right there <laughs> but it is really good yeah you know I mean you
0: know I might serve that to my kids too to see what they think of spam my children have never had spam and they don't have they have gutter palates I mean they eat garbage things like they love any any basically if it's fruity sugary or sour they love it yeah and everything else they just don't give a shit about. And uh, a lot of times I'll be—I'll make them a really nice meal because I'm—I'm I'm an okay cook. I do well, you know. Yeah. I've, I've worked at a few restaurants. I, well, you're not
1: a skinny guy, so yeah, you're not making yeah, shitty I, tacos. I can
0: put together some decent things, and I can make them the best thing ever. They're just like, that's nah, good. And then I'll make them something I'm like, ah, this isn't that great. They're like, that's nah, it's good. And I'm like, uh, where are you at here? Like, it,
1: yeah, there's no. Well, they're just melancholy such a eaters.
0: Mini band of a uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, my my youngest is like that. Basically, if it's pizza, a burger, or chicken strips. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened. And right. We'll go to like the worst place for a burger and I'll be like, oh, that was really good. I'm like, it just was full of salt. It wasn't good. It was just <laughs> full of salt. You just like salt. And burnt to a crisp. Ugh. Yeah, but that was good. You know, and then and you dunked it in ketchup. So, and he's 17 and that's still his eating palate. It was acceptable to me when he was like eight. Yeah. Now it's like, and he will try stuff. But that's just what he likes.
0: Like, I see these kids that are on these cooking shows and shit, and I'm just like, man, mo- like I said, most kids just have gutter palates and don't give a crap. I mean, I had a friend who, when he was like 9, 10, 11 years old, he would only eat things if they were orange. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, just if there would have been that.
1: blue, a lot of blue food, Right. you know, my, my youngest would have went crazy on it. Now, my oldest, he really doesn't have any bugaboos as huh. far as food goes. He likes really good food you know he yeah he really appreciates food but he's also a a big guy you know and uh he's been on this big kick about eating very healthy lately you know he's a college athlete yeah he's he's, he's
0: trying to make weight he's trying to bulk up and trying to just yeah yeah.
1: so you know he, he really uh he's been on a big big uh health kick lately which is kind of a disappointment for me because he's my eating buddy so you know now I have to uh, I have to have my wife be my eating buddy, and that doesn't work out as well because she doesn't like to eat as often as I do. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> See, and it's funny because
0: I know I'm a fat guy, and I know this to be true in my heart of hearts because a lot of times when I center things around, like, um, events, it's about the food. Um, you know, and I think to myself, like, If you're a a vegan or a vegetarian, like what do you plan your meals around? Because obviously, you you plan it around like if we're having ham or we're having turkey or you know, we're grilling some ribs or something, it's kind of like if you don't have a television, what is all your furniture pointed at?
1: Vegans and vegetarians, um, go ahead and send us an email about this, but you live a lie (laughs) because. You really want that meat flavor and everything. Right. Oh, I, I, took, oh, yeah. some to- I like, took some tofu, ooh. and I added some Worcestershire uh-huh. sauce, and I added this to it, and then I fried it up, and it tastes just like a burger. Yeah, It does not. Right. No. Or like,
0: oh, the Impossible Burger I was just so going to bring up. What the, the shit? I,
1: I went to Cordoba the other day, and they're hocking that stuff too. It's like, don't try and fake me out. Mm. You're never going to do that. I'm fat. That's right. Yeah, I will sniff that out in a heartbeat. From a mile
0: away. Wow, we've really divulged from talking about the holidays so we wanted to. Actually, food is the holidays. Food though.
1: is the holidays. It, it's, and yeah, we did. We really, the only discussion we've ever had about our podcast, hey, let's do one for the holidays. And then we talk about impossible meat, yeah. which is a gift to some people, I suppose.
0: And an oxymoron.
1: Yeah, because it's here. Yeah. So it is no longer impossible. And
0: only morons eat it.
1: Um, yes. Anyway, uh, it tastes like a whopper.
0: <laughs> Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite, growing up, a favorite holiday memory that you could share?
1: Um, Well, there was a Christmas that my brother-in-law and I fell through the ice on the pond. Yeah. It was super windy. It was Christmas Day. We decided to go out and do some ice skating. And what we were doing is we were taking, we had these, my parents had these big insulated, like, waterproof parkas. And we would go on one side of the pond where the wind was blowing against our backs, and we'd open them up with our arms yeah. like a flasher uh-huh. and let the wind catch it and blow us across the pond. Like and we would, a
0: flasher. We,
1: we would get some amazing speeds, right? Yes. And uh, I believe I'd gotten a new pair of skates for Christmas, and that's oh. why we were out there. So we were doing that, and we went across where a spot where it's real shallow, Yeah. and we both fell through. The bad part is, is there's a sandbar in the middle of a pond. Now, keep in mind, this is not a small pond. This is a seven and a half acre pond, and uh, we were out in the middle of it, and we broke through. Yeah. So the ice was too thin to like get up, get back up, and walk on. So we had to kind of <laughs> belly crawl across it. Right. And we are you're all wet, so you're sticking to it, and yes. it's just it's, miserable. It's really cold out, and you got this big old parka on. Yeah. And. Literally, by the time we got to the house um, and you know it was a big hill up to my parents' house and walk up to the house, my pants were frozen solid. I had to like they had to come off as like a um, there used to be toys where they had like snap on pants and it was like that they were like a hard plastic and, yeah and it was just it was crusty just crusty. It was awful, but at the same time it's it's one of the coolest memories that I have. <laughs>
0: That's one of the coolest memories you have.
1: <laughs> well, how many people can say, oh yeah, I fell through the ice, had to shimmy across the water on, my, or on the ice on my belly, and my pants froze, and I'm still here? <laughs> Yo. <sighs> Most people with that story, it would end somewhere in the middle, and they would only be seen by scuba divers from there on out.
0: That's very true. And be still in the position you were when you fell through the ice, probably. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably a grand look of surprise on your face, I can tell you that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit.
0: Oh, man, not to make fun of anybody who's died falling through the ice, but... uh,
1: No, no, but my experience didn't go that way, so... No,
0: you lived. Here you are. I've fallen through the ice many times, actually. (laughs) Well, I've never fallen through the ice. I've fallen off of a dock before trying to dock a boat, but... Not, uh, not through the. Air. That's that's surprising, you know. There's that whole element of when you don't plan on going into the water but you accidentally do. Yeah. It really catches you, like, um, especially when. Let's face it, when your junk gets wet and you're like, ugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's that immediate uh, disappearance. Yeah. Of the of said junk. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's those things that happen. So really, suddenly,
0: it's surprising to both your brain as well as your your unit. And when you really, and probably your backside when you fall through the ice too. Yeah,
1: the really, I mean, I went totally underwater. It's just total pucker with, with the with the parka yeah. out. So I'm just in like a t-shirt yeah. underneath it, and yeah. So what what is what is one of your favorite holiday memories?
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy you asked. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how old I was, but my childhood was. My parents were great. This is not a knock on them, but my childhood was terrible just because I had to work a lot. I grew up farming, so, um, you know, we were very DIY people, so (laughs) I had to work a lot. And I just remember it was Christmas Eve, and we had sheep, which I got teased relentlessly for. As a high school kid, when your family raises sheep, I've heard every joke you could possibly think of about me having sexual intercourse with a sheep, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, probably a lot of
1: bad jokes. Yeah, a lot of bad <laughs>
0: jokes, yeah. So, so we had uh, one that was lambing on Christmas Eve. And I just remember um, going out with my father. He said, we need to go out to the barn. You know, we're having one of the lambs is coming. And going to be born. And it was great. It was 2 o'clock in the morning, maybe 3. There was lots of snow on the ground, maybe about a foot of snow. We had just gotten snow. The, s- the moon was out. The stars were out. It was beautiful. It was colder than the blue ba- blazes. You're, you're painting
1: a beautiful picture. It was
0: probably probably 15 degrees. And we're in the barn with these probably 15, 10, 10 other sheep. And, of course, this lamb arrives. And when lambs arrive, they are the cutest thing you've ever seen. They have a body that's just about the size of a Nerf football, but they've got these legs that are like 20 inches long, and they can hardly stand. Right. So So this lamb was born, and I thought, you know what? This is probably the most Christmas thing that's ever happened to me, being outside... In the barn, colder than the blue blazes, beautiful night sky, the snow pristine on the ground. And one of the things my dad told me early as we were going out to the barn that I really needed to tie my shoelaces on my boots. I didn't listen to my father, so once I admired the cuteness of the cold, the lamb, the snow, the Christmas festivities, I proceeded to trip and fall face first into a big pile of shit. And that was my Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. That's
0: right. And you know what my dad said as I was laying inside a pile of shit, cold, shivering, and uh, humiliated? I told you to tie your boots.
1: Yeah. Well, that was pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like like falling through the ice with your parka? Yeah, well, yeah. Not realizing on a pond that you've lived on your whole life that uh, maybe you shouldn't go over the shallow part. So, yeah.
0: So, so of course, I in the house, in the shower, and... Wake up Christmas morning and the only thing that could be talked about, all this splendor, all this miracle of nature, the only story that could be shared was how I fell face first into a big pile of shit. And that's basically summed up my life since I was nine years old.
1: Well, on then. Actually, I was 12. Sorry, on then, no. how did the shit feel?
0: <laughs> it was slightly warmer than the air, so it wasn't too bad.
1: Well, I, I was thinking more emotionally, how did the shit feel? It's probably telling a story right now. I had a fill fall in me. It, it really,
0: it made me question a lot of my choices in life and made sure I tie my boots now a lot, so that's the lesson I learned from there. Fantastic. Uh, the other lesson is um, when things seem too good to be true, they probably are.
1: I don't know how that ties into that story, but, you know, fan, that's, that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> when you think
0: everything's going fantastic, you're about to fall face first into a big pile of shit. That I can understand Merry from story. Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah, and uh, now all your presents are going to smell like shit because it got in your nose.
0: Oh, God, that's the worst.
1: Yeah, uh, I've never experienced that. See, I've milked cows for boots. a lot of
0: years, and at some point you're going to have manure in your nostrils, in your mouth, in every orifice you can possibly think of.
1: Yeah, I have another story for that sometimes. <sighs> Not a great story.
0: Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. That was such a beautiful night. Had I remembered to tie my boots... It probably would have been one of the fondest memories of my childhood. And instead, it's just like the maybe top ten fondest memories of my childhood. Probably top five still. Yeah. I mean, if you were to take away the shit, like hands down, that's like a Norman Rockwell painting right there.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that's a, a, it's a beautiful story. It, it's a, a citizen it's heartwarming. cane of... Uh...
0: Yeah, the citizen cane of sheep farming, essentially. Like holding this lamb. I was just, I was overjoyed, and I thought to myself, you know what? I've never been closer to a higher power, and I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And I said, you know what? Life is great right now. You know, things are so good. And then within two minutes, I'm face first in a pile of shit. Yep. Yeah.
1: That can happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just remember my mother, as I came in the house, what happened? I'm like, I forgot to tie my boots. (laughs) She didn't ask any more questions.
1: (laughs) Well, she knew you were going to hear about it from your dad forever. Oh. So she was, she was trying to take the high road.
0: Yeah, the high road. Maybe if I, you know, I forgot the time. So, anyway, that's a pro tip out there. Tie your boots.
1: Tie your boots. Well, we are probably over time for a quick trip, but All I right. think it's been well worth the journey.
0: Happy holidays, everybody.
1: Happy holidays. Have a, uh, have a fantastic Christmas. Email I hope us. You, yes, email us at the Phil. Noel Adam Podcast Express at gmail.com. PNA Podcast Express. I
0: feel like you just pulled back the curtain a little bit.
1: At gmail.com. A little bit. A a little, little bit. We reveal a little more a little every more time. Episode. A little more of ourselves. We give you some of ourselves every time we do an episode.
0: He's Adam Filkins, the true talent of this show. I'm Phil Nickel. I'm just here for the ride. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. It's been another successful quick trip. Make good choices. Thank you. Make good choices. Good night, everybody.